In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. So we hear this beautiful passage in the Gospel of Luke about the Good Samaritan. And today I would like to look at these, this text as Christ being the Good Samaritan uh, and us being called to be Good Samaritans. So we see this text in relationship to Christ himself. We are the man. We are the one that's wounded on the road. We've gone down from Jerusalem, the holy city, to Jericho, the fallen world. We've gone from paradise to a fallen condition. And we fell among robbers through the temptations of the evil one, through our passions, we have found ourselves apart from God. We are stripped of virtue. We're beaten by repetitive falls. We are half dead in this fallen condition. We've tried human remedies, spirituality without Christ, laws, systems, and programs. Nothing has worked. The Good Samaritan comes. Christ comes to us with love and compassion. Through his sacrifice, he comes to us. He says to us, take eat. This is my body, broken for you. Drink of this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. He binds our wounds in baptism. He places the oil of healing on us with the sealing of the Holy Spirit. And he gives us the blessed wine and Holy Communion for immortal life. And when things get difficult, he puts us on his shoulders and he carries us, carries us as a beast, carrying us to places of safety, places through difficulties. And he brings us to the inn, to the church, to be taken care of. And for all of us who gather, each of us as we come, he says to us, I will repay you with eternal life. So God is a good Samaritan, beloved. He's a good Samaritan. And he comes to help us. And he continues to help us. So we need to be so grateful for that. But he's calling us also in the same, in the same way to be good Samaritans, to follow his example, to do what he is doing for us. And so I'd like to take a look at four aspects of how we are good Samaritans, how we become good Samaritans. And this is from St. Gregory Palamas, whose memory we also commemorate today. So I take no credit for these words. <laughs> he says, first, love for God and love for neighbor depend on one, one on the other for their existence. You must love God and love neighbor together for them to exist. We hear these words from St. John of Kronstadt as well. Love your neighbor is love for yourself, and for by hating your neighbor, you harm your own soul. So, who are then the most important people in your life? The people in your life. All of them. The most important people in your life are the people in your life. 
God puts them there so you can grow in virtues. Your family, your friends, acquaintances, and even those people that are most difficult. St. John of Kronstadt says, the most difficult people for you are your physicians. They're the ones that heal you. So we have to see this. God puts people in our lives so we can practice virtue, to be patient, to be understanding, to be compassionate, to be sensitive, to be, be understanding, to be a good friend, to go to, go to be with neighbor. So these things for us are important. For the love of God and the love of neighbor depend one on the other. St. Gregory goes on, uh, he says this, Each of you should benefit your neighbor in all sorts of ways. By means of what you have, you're, are you unable to heal the sick with a miraculous word? You can still heal them with a word of encouragement. If you personally minister to someone's needs, you yourself, how amazing, will have the Lord to serve you in the age to come. So beautiful for us. St. John across that adds to this. To love your neighbor as yourself, to sympathize with him in his joy and sorrow, to feed, to clothe him if he is in need of food or clothing, to breathe so that to say the same air with him, look upon all this as the same thing as feeding and warming yourself. Do not count these as virtues or as works of love to your neighbor, lest you go proud of them. The Lord says, we are members of one another. So this, these, this effort we have, we are asked to live life with an open hand. What I have, I will give to you if you need it. What I have. Anything I have, I will give to you if I need it. We can't do this with our possessions. We have to do this with our possessions. Everything we have, we need to be open. If God says, this person needs this, I take this and give it. This person needs this, I take this and give it. I want to share with you a beautiful story of one of our houseless friends who was here for, uh, came for uh, several years with us. And he would come into the church and uh, he had some difficulties in his life. He'd say, Father, can I come and pray? And I tell you, he would come right here, right here, right there, and he would kneel for like 20 minutes or an, an, half an hour and just pray. So this was a beautiful thing to see. But underneath him, Miguel, our beloved friend Miguel, um, he began to get sick and, and was passing away, and he called me to go visit him at, um, at um, the hospice uh, 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 hospice care center. And I thought he was going to give. So I went to pray for him and I anointed him and got him ready. But what he wanted to do was give his possessions to the church. Open hand. He gave us a car and surprisingly quite a bit of money. And what did we do with it? We gave the car to another homeless friend of ours and now that man is, uh, got a job and living in a house, and working, and the money that we've been given by beloved Miguel, we've been able to help other people in this way. This open-handedness, 
but give to your neighbor. Whatever, you, whatever the neighbor needs, we give. So this is really a critical piece for us. How do we love neighbor? How do we be good Samaritans? By keeping our hands and our possessions open. And then St. Gregory goes on. Let me read this. He says, stand firm. If you find yourself, if you find you in intolerable and difficult situations, stand firm. Do not turn aside or weaken or change your course, but be kind to yourself and to them, looking to the example of Christ and his beloved disciple, St. John, taking them as your guide for walking with the Lord's straight paths, Travel along it without turning back. If you have persecuted me, said Christ, they will persecute you. If you act like this and endure these things, it will be clear to everyone that you have embraced divine love. So what's, what's this? How do we look at this piece? Let me add to this with another quote from St. John of Kronstadt. God is long-suffering, and merciful to you, this you experience many times every day. <laughs> God is merciful to you, you experience this many times every day. Be long-suffering and merciful to your brethren then, fulfilling the words of the apostle, who thus speaks of charity before all else. Love suffers long and is kind. You desire that the Lord should gladden you by his love, for your part gladden the hearts of others by your love tenderness and kindness. And so when we come to difficult circumstances in our life and difficult people, it's important, it's important to, one, resist the anger and the bitterness that may uh, accompany that, that encounter or that relationship. Don't fall back from speaking the truth lovingly, but maintain a humble spirit, a loving, a kindly spirit toward them. And in that humility, there's a double blessing. One, you will save yourself. And two, you can save them. So this effort we make not to jump into anger or bitterness or resentment when we find difficult circumstances, but to turn back into God and begin to pray and to engage a, a deeper sense of Christ's mercy and apply that mercy to our brethren that may we even find difficulties with. So, encourage me to that. One more um, observation from St. Gregory. He says, pray for your neighbor with love. He says, love your neighbor as yourself. Again, we pray to God with a contrition and a sweet pain in your heart, equally for yourself and for every man known to you or unknown, friend or foe, whether or not he has grieved you, then you know that your love for your neighbor from your soul, but these dispositions will not become yours unless you possess the visible works of love. So what's this mean? It means that we are to, we make efforts in loving the other. Um, to, be, to be kind to them, to have kind thoughts about them, to, to uh, maybe do a good work for them or on their behalf, but some effort uh, of a love, an act of love toward them, becomes a piece of how we love uh, our neighbor. So th this is uh, especially those that may be difficult for us. 
So this piece is very important to us. Um, St. John, and we, this is hard to do. So uh, I'll share a story with you. Um, so I was in a situation here that was very difficult. Um, you figure I've many years I've been here, I've had a few difficult circumstances, but not many, thanks be to God. Um, and my, and the, uh, I went to see Bishop Basil uh, about this circumstance, and um, I, I described the circumstance to him, and he said, uh, he said, well, do you love him? I said, yes, I love him. He says, then love him more. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Then love him more. Obviously, if you're struggling, you don't love enough. So love him more. So let me share these words of St. John of Cronstadt to you, because this is very important. He quote, he's quoting, uh, looking at the context of uh, the love your neighbor as yourself. He says, carry on a perpetual war with yourself for the observance of these living words of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, force yourself to love. You know, sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes we have to step, stretch ourselves to love, open ourselves even farther than we can, become magnanimous, allow yourself to grow in your ability to love the other and to love them more than, than, you, know, than you do. So I think this is really an important piece for us, beloved. So, these words from St. Gregory um, to help us love our neighbor as ourself. Let me end with his words to us. Uh, I can find them. Aha, the conclusion. Here we are. <laughs> so, from the words of St. Gregory Palamas. If we too love and honor him who was loved by God above all, let us show our love for him in deed and truth, becoming not just hearers of his word, but also doers. Thus we shall attain to eternal life in the kingdom that is promised in Christ himself, the king of the ages to whom belongs eternal glory in heaven and on earth, together with his Father, without beginning his co-eternal spirit, now and forever, unto ages of ages. Amen. God bless us all. May we love God and neighbor as God intends. Amen.